And it's the kind of truth that is true, whether or not you believe in it. There's no, 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 no. Trigger a defensive state when we feel that our thoughts have to be protected from the influence of others. <laughs> Wonderful woman. We're all very fond of her, very free-spirited. what is up my majestic celestial beings temporarily in this physical flesh form to experience this physical dense world that we're living in today oh my goodness what beautiful times we're living in to see the change and the progress of not only society and culture but individually ourselves and so i'm pretty excited for this podcast because i got myself a local artist and picking his brain and getting his perspective on the local scene here in the valley of the heat of the Arizona where the sun will burn your skin if you're outside in the summer for too long but blessed be the burned ones <laughs> so um, I really like this guy because he's outgoing he's fun and I like his music very similar to my when you're on this acoustic guitar and going back and forth from acoustic to electric and he's on the same wavelength of me of wanting to revolt rock and roll back a lot of people say it's died a lot, of, a lot of people say it's dead that it has died and it's never coming back which is just not true because this is my existence <laughs> and d'artagnan and many others but to continue the synopsis we cover many things in this podcast um such things as your first stage performance so what goes on in the mind uh, versus what's going to actually go on once you're on stage. A lot of self-development, self-discovery when you're trying to um, open your mouth and be a vocal artist. And this guy, D'Artagnan, is in collaborative events with PK the Poet, Soft Crew, uh, Marco Moreno, Zetch, all these guys uh, you can find on SoundCloud. I'll make sure uh, I have some stuff on the show notes so you guys can click on their links and check them out. Last but not least, they are sponsored by Tito's Vodka. Because everybody likes to get their little drink on. But check out the show notes. Check out this podcast. Maybe you can learn a thing or two. Let me know how you like it. to practice perspective podcast and so basically what i do here is just getting your perspective and uh we met online and dude i, I love your your infatuation for music you know i'm definitely along the same lines but not as expressive as you so what, that's what i'm loving mm -hmm. um thank you but yeah so i don't want to mess it up again d'artagnan yeah that's my name d'artagnan kane d'artagnan kane all right so just off the uh right off the back burner uh are you originally from here like born and raised or like tell me a little bit about your, your upbringing to where you got so infatuated with music and you knew that was your mission. 
Okay. Uh, no, I'm not from here. I'm from Texas, North okay. Texas, not necessarily the Panhandle. Uh, a place Texas. called Wichita Falls. I got okay. infatuated with music because I was raised and I grew up around it. Whenever I was two years old, my mom started taking me to music festivals and different events, and I started seeing people make music. And then ever oh, since yeah. then, I just slowly grown to really appreciate and love the art form of, nice. of music and basically any art form. I really enjoy like watching people paint. Whenever someone's getting down on some really good art, I can appreciate it. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I just like to spread the love of music everywhere I go because it was shown to me for so long that I feel like everyone deserves to see it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So you're at a young age, you're like just already surrounded by music and art. Oh yeah, but I didn't realize it till I looked back. You know, it's yeah. just like like you all you all of a sudden realize that you have been involved in music your entire life. Whenever you just look back and like, oh geez, so I know these people and these people. Oh yeah. I only yeah. started making music when I was about 12, 13 years old. And then I also, but I sung before that, like back until I was like four or five, just cause I was a kid singing and having a yeah. good time. I picked up the guitar when I was eight and I put it back down cause I was like, this is hard. But then I picked <laughs> it back up in like five years and yeah. it was killing it. Nice, nice. So did you teach yourself how to play guitar? Or did you uh, look online or like, did you, how'd you? It's a little bit of everything. I, I mean, I didn't really get any like uh, formal training. Yeah. It was more so I just taught myself from watching things online, and then I listened to stuff and said, "This sounds similar." Yeah. So this this Dude, sounds yeah. right. I did the exact same thing. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. And then like later on, I tried to like, I took a guitar class when I was already like pretty familiar, and that guitar class was so hard because I had to like relearn. Uh, how to play the guitar and read the music. Basically, it was reading the music that was most challenging. Yeah, building on the on the stuff that you teach yourself, it's really hard. There's a lot missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And You'd so, like, I, I dropped that guitar class. So I'm like, dude, I taught myself. I could just keep going that way and be familiar. So it sounds like you did the same thing. Huh? You just taught yourself. You just made different patterns and riffs. Yeah, exactly. I, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to make a chord because, like, my middle name's Kane, and no one could ever pronounce D'Artagnan back in the day. So <laughs> I used to always go by Kane, and I, I was like, I'm going to make a chord called the K chord because I had no understanding of what music theory was. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make the K chord, but little do I know there's no note called K. So now I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now until you make it yourself, you made it out there. Yeah, Manifest right. Manifest it, bring it to fruition. So I like that, though. That's a uh, crazy bar chord with a ninth or something. <laughs> Nice. Um, so right on. So from Texas, I uh, already had, you know, you're just surrounded by music and creativity. Uh, wh what made you come down to here in Phoenix? Like, wh how did that life course happen to bring you over here? Pretty little vixen that I know by the name of Drea. Uh, she, like, she was the reason that I came here. Yeah. Her and my music oh, career. Oh, nice, um, nice. Like, like, we both moved here together. She's my best friend and love my life. And, uh. Like we, we we moved here together and we like kind of like did the whole like okay we're just gonna move somewhere and yeah. then boop we're here where do we go okay let's find a weekly okay let's get some jobs okay let's do this and nice. and slowly we got into our own apartment our own house and like yeah. slowly built that up it was a pretty interesting experience like yeah. Phoenix has treated me pretty okay but then it's really shadow me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah I I've I've been born and raised here and I have spent some time in North Carolina and L A and just like always coming back and forth from phoenix like it's weird it's it's a solid desert you know it's you know never too cold but it's definitely gonna bring the heat like it's definitely gonna test your water oh uh, <laughs> yeah it gets crazy in the summer man yeah. it, it feels good if yeah. you're inside yeah yeah you <laughs> just can't get burned to a crisp out there it's um, bad no hell yeah man so and when you're showing me stuff online too uh you're not one of those that are just fixed on uh like one genre of music Mm -hmm. I saw you, uh, you showed me some talented people in, on, on SoundCloud. And uh, I think I liked uh, the last one, something about poetic, the poet, 
the Jesse Poet. PK the Poet. Yeah, yeah, I really liked his stuff. He's really good. He yeah. has that has that slow, chill, lo-fi style of like yeah. hip hop. He has a full band behind him when he performs. Usually, yeah. unfortunately, he won't be able to do that for this show. But okay. I intend on doing it for for another show. For okay, sure. awesome. All right. He he makes such good music though. I I love his song. Yeah. Uh, Soft Crew and Marco Moreno uh, and this dude Zetch. They they made that song Goat. And it, it's it's like it's yeah. really really good. It's like it's like yeah. modern hip hop. It's very yeah, modern hip hop, very slappy. Like yeah, it's it definitely gonna catch some eyes. Yeah, it definitely smacks. Um, but all right, so yeah, so you work with these guys. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you end up working with these guys in um, in in that part? Well, Marco, I met through some friends. I honestly got lucky meeting him. Um, whenever it, it it was kind of a fluke because uh, I was dating someone at the time and. And like he was friends with her and their friends, and yeah. then she was just kind of like, "Hey, you should you should probably look this guy up. Like he's he makes pretty good music." I was like, "Okay, cool. You know, because I'm down to listen to anyone he wants. Yeah, I'll listen to literally anyone." But um, I I wouldn't listen to him, and I really enjoyed his music. It, and then I kind of just kept on listening, and for months I tried to work with him, and then their schedules just didn't work out. But then we finally were able to make it to where we're able to work together, yeah. and I'm able to put him on for a show. So it's been really awesome. Nice. Pink Sig is another one of our artists. He has over two million streams on on his uh on his music stuff. Yeah, I saw that. He's man. coming he's, he's up, yeah. dude. Like he he makes some good music. Him and his friend Emo Fruits. Okay. I love nice. that name, Emo Fruits. <laughs> I love it. It's so cool. But like, like they uh, they made a song called Angel Dust, which is, has like over two hundred thousand plays on it. He's gonna be performing there for thirty minutes at the show on Saturday. Oh yeah. It's gonna be sick. I I basically met all these people through connections that I have in the scene with like friends of mine who are also artists. Okay. And so this is just like kind of laying out groundwork here on the valley, like just like going to shows and playing with bands and like yeah. going to different venues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and also networking online, you know, as yeah. <laughs> as how we met. Yeah, dude, this is awesome what like this technology is doing now because I, I see it's um you know it's it's giving people you know freedom to express like the way they want to in a musical manner, and not only that, but network. And so like shit is happening on an like, exponential level, like shit's. Stuff is going on. We might as well it's use crazy. all this stuff as we, we can. I think that it's awesome that, that I am lucky enough to survive and live in a world that has all this technology at my fingertips. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough to know how to use it. Because yeah. there's a lot of people <laughs> who don't know how to do that. And yeah. like if they don't if you can't, you know, maximize what you're gonna do with it, you can't not gonna be able to use it to its best ability. And yeah. Using it to the best ability is literally like the only way to do it. If you just post stuff on Instagram or Twitter like once or twice a, a week or a month and just thinking like, oh, what do I any followers yeah you know it's like you have to build a connection with these people yeah of course you have to be very good at what you do because yeah. first things first quality artwork creates quality fans yeah that's what i found keep it simple stupid because once you start trying to make it too complex and you don't have it down yeah because like you can build on what you have but you have to have a solid foundation with your uh-huh. music and with your fan base across your social medias and with your marketing and stuff it just it, it all ties into to, to kiss yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely, man. I, I could definitely give kudos to that. I could definitely vouch for that. Got to keep it simple. Sometimes people just get stuck in their head because they have an idea mm-hmm. of how they want things to be, and the mind's just going to run a tangent and not like let you go back. Like, all right, calm down. Just get back to your craft. Just keep it simple. Just do you know what you're originally going to do. Um, but no, man, I'm so glad I met you because I'm trying to work on my musical endeavors, and I'm, I'm finding out like it's it's your own voice, it's your own character, mm-hmm. and it's it's self like development, self like um, discovery, and how you want to present yourself, how you want to sing, and what you know. I never knew how like internal it gets. I had an idea, but like once you actually do the groundwork and get dirty with it, 
it's like, oh man. It's exposing yourself on level that's so uncomfortable. If you're not used to it, it sucks. Like honestly, whenever you, whenever you're making music, people people recognize real. Like you know, like they'll hear fake, they'll hear they'll hear real. Whenever you hear like I don't know YG or whoever talking about being a gangster. You you hear it's real because like you you're like okay exactly this is yeah. intimidating but like whenever you hear I don't know six nine talking about how he goes around and shoots people up you know it's fake because you can hear it you know all you can hear is his his anger and his yeah. words but like with everyone you just have to be yourself and just yeah. like be who you are you know like even with six nine I'm over here judging him but I don't really know his life like that yeah but yeah. you know from the court case it seems like he's not involved in any gang related <laughs> activity. No, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because you could definitely tell, um, you know, you get an idea by their voice, just like a vibe, like it's that genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see a lot of artists, um, maybe, I, th- I think everybody is an artist. Everybody can be musically inclined to their own self-expression, how they should be, you know, presenting themselves. But I think just the fad and the trends, they, they try to sound like they're what they're not. Yeah, I mean, like everyone tries to chase the chase the wave. You know, yeah. if you're not if you're not on the wave, you want to be on the wave. Yeah. And so everyone, instead of trying to make their own, because it's hard, they they just <laughs> go and try to you know sound like a little Uzi Vert or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect the little Uzi. You know, yeah. like I I enjoy his music, but I'm not with everyone trying to copy each other. I feel like it should just be a little bit more original and yeah. unique. Not everyone wants to hear it though. It's also the market that that does that. Mm. You have to learn how to how to walk the line. Yeah. Or be Russ. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. So, um, so like, to give, like, advice to somebody, what would you say? Like, tell me about, like, your decisions. You're like, like no, I want to be a musical artist. I want to be on stage and, and woo the crowd and, you know, just, you know, own my own craft and express that. Tell me, like, that part of your life of, like, developing that. Because I know it's, like, hard for some people. And, and even when I think about it, I get stage fright. Like, I love public speaking. I love the attention myself. And, mm-hmm. like, thinking about how awesome it would be to woo a crowd and, you know, have them jam to your music. That's, like, a high that no one could, I mean, people reach. But that's, like, an awesome It's insane. High. Can you tell me about, like, your self-discovery on that part? Like, how did you move to that direction? Well, in order to move to that direction first, I had to make a decision. And that decision was that music is my life. And it's not just a hobby it's not just uh, just a career. It's not just a, a dream or a goal or a passion. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. You have to live it. And if you don't live it, it won't work. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Like whenever it comes to music, you aren't just making music. You're creating a brand. You're, you're making your music. You're finding passion in, in others. You're igniting flames in others around the world. You're going to help someone that you'll never meet. And you'll never get any benefit out of it, but you do it just because you can. You know, like that's what started me doing the music. I just want to help people. I yeah. believe in this world. I am a light, and I've been given light, so yeah. I should I should have to share it. It's yeah. my responsibility. With great power comes great accountability. Yeah. In the words of a uh, B- uh, Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. That's that's, that's awesome. Do you remember uh, your first show? Yeah, I do. Was I was thirteen, and. Uh, 13? Yeah. Wow, nice. I was 13 at this place called The Water Bowl in Muncie, Indiana. It was so much fun. Whenever I was there, uh, I got put on stage by this guy who taught me how to play guitar. His name's Chocolate George. Big, tall, white guy. Really funny dude. He's so goofy. <laughs> he, he still owes me a guitar. But whenever <laughs> I went on stage, I played a few songs. You know, I did some covers. I think I d- played Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson. Some Never Shout Never songs. And okay, like nice. w- One of my originals called Who Are You? Because the first song I ever played, I wrote myself. Yeah. Because it 
well, no, that's not true. It's like one of the like one of the first songs I ever played. I wrote myself. I think I learned Banana Pancakes before that, okay. and just kind of learned how to play. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I got off stage, and then my mom was like, "Congratulations!" And I was like, "Thanks, mom. What do you have in your hand there?" And she was like, "Yeah, this is this is medicine." And I'm like, "Can I have some?" And it was marijuana. And then from, <laughs> and then from that night. And I, uh, I I got in my mom's 76 Volkswagen bus on the yeah. ride home. And I was like, Mom, if I go to sleep, does this go away? <laughs> and, she, and she was like... Oh, was that your first time getting high as yeah, well? Yeah, first oh, time wow. getting high as well. Because nice. I told my mom, I was like, if I go on stage, I want to be rewarded. Because yeah. I've never smoked before and all my friends have. <laughs> and she's like, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke with me. Oh, it's wow. only going to be once. Yeah, my mom's really cool. She's That's the first. Mother, yeah. She's the first female reverend of the Church of Cannabis. And uh, she's also a, an herbal tea seller and a... Okay. She cleans houses, but she runs like a whole like corporation for cleaning houses. It's nice. crazy. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, my mom's a boss. She she used to throw events and festivals and stuff, but she doesn't do it too much anymore. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So she rewarded you, and uh, you had your first experience uh, with with some nice herbal remedies mm -hmm. uh, right after show. Um, but were you nervous? Like, how did you? Because oh man, yeah. Tell me about like the idea you had in your brain of your first show to it being actually done like all right now it's time to actually perform like because i know those are probably very different right like yeah i mean like your idea for your first show is always like oh my god what is going on like <laughs> like like you don't even understand or think you know what's going to be happening you think that you're yeah. going to walk on stage and just be mr big bad but then you get and you look at that stage and all of a sudden your heart's going out your asshole and like <laughs> trying to run away and then sure, it's man. like, okay, well, I got this. There's two, there's two people watching you, and you feel like those are those two people have three thousand eyes each. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just like it's crazy. It's so much fun to be on stage, though. You know, whenever I was younger, I would just play and enjoy myself, and I wasn't necessarily very good. You know, like I was okay. Yeah. I, I was a kid, but like yeah. now I'm genuinely good at what I'm doing because I've been practicing and working at it for so long that mm -hmm. like. I go on stage and I enjoy myself. I yeah. really do enjoy myself now more so than I used to. I've played to hundreds of people on stage, and yeah. it, it's it's just as nerve wracking for me playing to one person as it is, as it is to a hundred different people. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's just everyone has their own perspective, and I don't care if I'm playing to playing to nobody. I don't care if I'm playing to thousands. As long as somebody's listening and yeah. somebody like feels good, or I I ignite yeah. something in somebody. Just one person tells me, hey, your song, like, it sounded really good and I really liked it. You know, like, it really helped me out because I needed to hear that. Because everything I write is about, like, life and, and the goings-on between life and, yeah. and everything that's involved with that. Yeah. Super dope. Super dope. How long, uh, how long did it take for you to um, kind of get familiar, like, like, being comfortable on stage to just having fun? Instantly. Really? Yeah. yeah? Nice. I've, I'm one of those... <laughs> so you're like, oh, I knew this is my life's calling. Like it's just, it yeah. fits like a glove. It's crazy. It's like, it's like the first time a chef picks up a knife. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, it's like, hmm. It's like this is what I've been. Oh, the potential. <laughs> <laughs> and like whenever you're on stage, just like it's a whole other thing. Everyone's there. Yeah. To to look at you, to 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 be entertained. Yeah. By you, yeah. and I'm really good about entertaining people, being happy with what I'm with what I'm doing, and. And all, all people really want to see is you enjoying yourself. Yeah. And then they'll start enjoying themselves. Because what's better than, like, like let's say like you're driving down the street and you see someone rocking out in the car next to you. Yeah. Are you going to point and laugh at them 
and tell them, and be like, huh, they're stupid. Yeah. You, you might laugh, you might point, but you're not going to tell them they're stupid. You're going to be like, hey, I feel you. Like, yeah, that's, like that's, that that's awesome. That guy's fucking grooving. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you're having a great time. Like, I want to yeah. be having as much fun as you are. And that's, yeah. like, the, that's the whole point of uh, being on stage. Like, and it's Hell so yeah. much fun for me. I have a great time doing yeah. it. Dude, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I, I even haven't been on stage yet, but just, like, getting infatuated with the idea me and my cousin, we're, we're working up to build some courage and solidify some songs to go out of venues. So we're definitely uh, in, the, in the woodworks in the back burner to do it. But like we're now it's like we're getting excited so we can see like, all right, this is this is actually awesome because, you know, people get in that redundant life of the routine and like they yeah. need some excitement back in their life. Yeah, the excitement is really it's it's, it's fun, like going on shows and 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 yeah. doing events. But you know what's really fun, too? What? Open mics at coffee shops. Yeah, those things That's are awesome. We're, we're working on. How you there's know? an entire website dedicated to open mics in and around the Phoenix area, and there's yeah. like four to seven a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's called Phoenix uh, Phoenix Open Mics like dot com. Okay. Or openmics.com and just go to Phoenix area. Yeah. You have to put your email in for like to join their email list. But once you do that, you can literally go into any city. And find an open mic in any city and any day. Nice. I did it in LA. I went to like there was like twelve each day in LA. It's crazy. Nice. It was really cool though because there was a lot of really good ones, but there were some bad ones. Okay. There, there's like yeah. Rulabula has a really good one out here. I've I've been I've been to theirs. Yeah. I it, remember in I think Chandler or Gilbert somewhere where there was like Tableau. Mm. But like it closed down. Tableau? Wait, Tableau yeah. closed down? I think so, yeah. I went again and it was like closed. I, I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! Last I'm time shook. I checked, yeah. I performed there too. Yeah? yeah, I went there once and I was like amazed of like just how stacked it got. And it was like, all right, sign up is at six, and then there's a huge line of people, and it was just diverse with music, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Everybody just, you know, I was having a good time, drinking the coffee, checking out, and like actually paying attention to the live bands and giving them all their attention, and just, dude, I loved it. Like I think that's what like initially sparked my interest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm. Well, familiar, like, what, whatever nice. you have like musicians in the crowd that are playing that night, everyone's gonna cheer for you. Yeah, everyone wants to get cheered for. Yeah, dude, it's, it was, it was like awesome. It was like a good, good feeling, ecstasy of like the people, like, dude, like the world is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. it's nice whenever you get reminded yeah. that that not everything is horrible. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, man, definitely. So awesome, man. Originally from Texas. Uh, grew up with music and art all around you. You you knew at an early age you wanted to perform and be an artist, musical artist. And now you're out here, in in the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that you kind of came across that you didn't expect, or like maybe people, good or bad, from mm-hmm. from kind of doing what you do now? I did not expect to find all the stuff that I found being out here. Yeah. I because I know Phoenix is like uh, it used to be. I mean, I think it's up and coming now. It's really up and coming. Honestly, like I was surprised. Like the music scene in here is expanding at a rapid rate. I'm I'm literally so happy to be involved. I feel like I'm in I'm in the Seattle of this generation. Oh yeah. Honestly. I also feel like there's a reason why it's called Phoenix, you know, the symbology behind the Phoenix Mm -hmm. rising out of the ashes of being reborn. I'm a big fan of that. Because it's so. fucking hot. No, <laughs> it is fucking hot out here. It is, but like it's actually been pretty all right. I've been rocking my fur coat with me ever since I got it. I love my yeah. fur coat, man. Dude, I'm I'm digging it, man. Just like a rock star. Right. And I also feel, are you? Uh, I'm I'm sure you are, but a big fan of just like classic rock and just like rock and roll. Like right now, they say rock and roll is dead, and I I think that's. I, mean, I say listen to Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> if you listen think to rock. Who's? 
Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. They're this like rock and roll band. I think out of like the East Coast. That's like in LA now. Yeah. And dude, the kid can wail. I mean, yeah, sounds a lot like Led Zeppelin, but you know, so does Rush. Okay. You know, like yeah. whatever. Rush is still good. Yeah. And like, it's just like it's just like I feel like rock and roll is coming back. Like the, the I sound, feel like that too. The sound like and aesthetic is coming back. Like, it it's, is. It's all like, like, rap isn't fizzing out. It's integrating. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. So I've been working on this style called grunge hop. Grunge hop? It's where you bring grunge and hip hop, where like you get the boom bap 1990s drums and you put it over like the power chord structure of like the, of the uh, grunge style of song. Yeah. And then like you, and then you use like, like free verse, almost poetry. And then like, and then like whenever you spit, you also sing sometimes, but like it's a, it's, it's integration of rap and grunge into the same thing. So I can like reach that. Like I'm, I wanna, I wanna create that next wave with what I'm doing yeah. because like there's not that many people out there doing it, you know. Like everyone's yeah. kind of recycling the same thing, and I'm trying to do something completely new. No, hell yeah, man. Uh, I also feel like, I mean, we live in, we're living in changing times right now, so I do, I see that mesh going on. I see people being innovative and creative, and actually, I love how you word it, grunge pop. Like that's, that's definitely. I'm gonna see that as a category on Spotify now. Like, right. Yo, I'm gonna put, I'm trying to put grunge hop on the map. Like I have a few songs put out like that are already grunge hop, and I'm just like work. I'm tr- I'm working with a couple of rappers right now named Smirk and Messy. They're actually my business partners in highly capable entertainment, which I'm sure we'll get to in a little bit. But like yeah. I'm a I'm working with them on creating that that sound yeah. because they're both extremely talented. Smirk is a lot more a uh, pop. Yeah. Then he has grunge, grunge hop. Yeah. But like his sound, he's refined it over yeah. many years and sounds so good. Messi, right. he's a he's relatively new to his craft. Yeah. But man, that kid has raw talent out the ass. Yeah. Out the ass. It's like Jesus Christ. Like like he'll he'll sit there like he's a he's a white kid but he dresses really fly. Yeah. And then and then he'll be sitting there just chilling on the couch, quiet, you know, laughing every once in a while, you know, smoking <laughs> with us. And then like we'll, we'll start freestyling and he busted out and all of a sudden, bam, it's like right in your face, like holy shit, this kid spits. Yeah. Hell Smirk yeah. does the same thing, but like you almost expect it out of him because like he walks in, like his his Instagram account is just Divine King, and that's how he presents himself. <laughs> nice. And that's which it's really awesome to be able to work with those two. And I also have this DJ named Garuda, or uh, DJ Prodigal Son. He's a he's one of the people that we're working with. And he's helping us with the event. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah. So this is a, a great segue to uh, talk about highly capable entertainment. Tell me how you uh, how you guys crafted that. How that become. An entity and how, how it's going. It's been it's been going for about a year before I got got involved. I'm the CEO of it. Uh, Smirk and Messi, respectively, are the COO and the CFO. Okay. And uh, like we are the corporate executives, and we have our like and that DJ guy is also our tech guy. Okay. So, um, we started this really doing it in about November. Yeah. Because uh, that's never I really started getting super involved because we met at my birthday party in October. That's nice. never me, Smirk, and Messi met, and also as well as Garuda. So okay. we all met at this place called The Warehouse. It's a... What, you guys were all playing shows, or was it like... It was, it was literally at my birthday party that <laughs> I was having thrown, and then uh, none of my friends showed up. So like, I, everyone invited all their friends, Yeah. and I, I just made a whole bunch of new friends. <laughs> and nice. I just happened to meet three people that I created business with, and then we been we slowly working and building it. We didn't really release that we were doing stuff until January 1st. And so we've, we've been uh, slowly building up our content and gradually making everything go in the right direction. Like we have at least three or four different venues that we're going to be working with. If this first show pops off the way that we expect it to, we're going to be putting on a 
a show or two every month. Is that constantly just boom, 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 boom at the same place as uh, the Monarch or or High and Rye, potentially Bar Smith as well. Nice, nice, great locations. I love downtown Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually know the owner. His, his name's Dallas. He's a he called he calls me like his godson, and he's a he's a really good friend of mine. Super good dude. The dude's so genuine. Like yeah. whenever, whenever he hugs you, you can feel his genuineness. You know what I'm saying? Like Hell it's yeah. just he he's a really great person, and highly capable. It's all about being that light. It's being that uh highly capable person yeah. that brings everyone around them up with them and being able to af- like afford to chase your dreams. I love it. Just not in material like affordance, but in like spiritual and mental, like being able to capture it yeah. in your willpower and understand and take it and take it and just do what you want with it. Yeah. Being highly capable. It just, it's up to you to be highly capable. It's yeah. up to us to show you how, you right. know? Yeah. And we're trying to start a movement with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of everyone being depressed and everyone wanting to, uh, like, you know, be really sad and bring back 29 scene, we want everyone to, we want everyone to progress. Yeah. And that we want everyone to uh, put everything into a positive aspect and, and just, you know, be that light in the world. There's yeah. so much dark and negativity. It's just, yeah. I don't really think there's any room for any more. So we're just yeah. going to be the light. We're going to be something that people can look, go look to and listen to whenever they want to feel better. Yeah. It sounds like you're a light worker if I've ever seen one, man. It definitely seems yeah. like... You're honing in on that, um, that you know, like it's it's based on an individual decision, you know, mm-hmm. and, and some people need that push, some people need that help, and I'm sure like you guys all went through that, huh? You guys oh, felt yeah. something inside, and you're like, had to go through like some, you know, internal mental work of like, all right, how do I shine this light? Like, oh, am I able to? Oh, am I even like destined to? Like, it goes through all those stages whenever you're doing it. I actually, uh, since the start of this company, I've been having like there's been like a lot of lot of obstacles like family deaths fr- close friends deaths uh losing the place i was living uh having to go out of state and come back as well as like being taking over and managing the entire company yeah. and working at 9 to 5 as well as managing myself and my own music yeah. and i've just it's been a it's been a very hectic time yeah. and to be alive but i know that it's it's just all a test yeah and it's all like it's all like pushing me to that next level because yeah. like once i reach it i'll look back at this and try to make yeah. a movie out of it you know oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's been amazing for me that i'm able to be blessed with all the things i'm blessed with even with all the things that get taken from me and all the negative consequences that come with some of my actions i am blessed beyond like understanding that i can go every day and know that i have something to ch- to I have something to reach for every day in my yeah. music. I have something to do every day. Hell yeah. You know, it just, and most people, it, get, it makes them tired if yeah. they just have, have stuff to do constantly every day. For yeah. me, it makes me like driven. Yeah. Nice, nice. Is there, um, cause I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. There's obstacles in the world that we're, we, a lot of people face. Some people know how to cope with them, some people don't. Is there any special, uh, you know, coping mechanisms or meditation, anything special that you do to, keep your your head leveled and focus on the drive i'm a very uh i mean other than logical thinker logical thinker yeah i i i I like to reason things i keep my cool very well mainly just because i'm like i'm not trying to cause problems so like like, i'm not gonna back down but like whenever like because i'm the ceo so i have to have a firm hand but a kind kind one you know and so like the way that i i go about things and like coping with things is i just like i i hear it I, I really hear it. I don't just listen. I understand what they're saying. Or I try to comprehend. And if I don't, I'll ask again. And then I, kinda, I try to see where their point is and where they're coming from. And yeah. if it makes sense to me, 
I'll, I'll accept it. Like, okay, it's cool. If it doesn't, I'll try to reason with you and see why you think that. And, if, and yeah. well, what gets me is people with emotional reasoning is that's whenever like yeah. me and them don't really click very well. <laughs> they have never, they're just like, this is true. Cause I feel it. I'm like, that's not true. Cause the facts say otherwise. Yeah. Like, what I feel is facts don't make me feel. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It so you like to, you know, drive a very pragmatic sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, so. like one of my, like, like one of my close friends, like, like, like one of my dude friends does this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I love the man to death. But just don't overthink so much. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, I, you're totally right on that one because I, ever since I started like doing more meditation and more reflective work, it's like you see overthinking just like is not helpful. And it could be very helpful for situations where you, I don't know, maybe like in a chess game and like yeah. you could actually logistically see the outcomes if you think so much far ahead. But like, you know, sometimes destiny works and just, you know, perfect way to just let things go naturally you know yeah for a believer like if it's too much force too much friction you know nothing not meant to happen yeah not meant to happen if it's you have to force it like things to come into fruition naturally yeah i agree with that completely uh everything has to happen smoothly and and uh if it doesn't you know it's the universe being like hey you know maybe you shouldn't be doing this yeah but at the same time nothing comes easy so you have to work for everything exactly yeah but as long as as long as everyone's working together you know and like and other people aren't working against each other that's never everything goes bad yeah nice man are you uh are you religious at all any specific religions or are you i wouldn't necessarily say religious i i was a i was raised pentecostal christian and uh so we spoke tongues (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I've seen people speak tongues. I've spoke tongues myself. No way, like actual like. I spoke German. Yeah. I uh, ne- I didn't. I don't know German. Uh, you spoke German. I spoke German. Okay. <laughs> Someone was like, "How do you know German?" Deutsch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. It was yeah. crazy. It sounded so angry. I was like, "Jeez, yeah. it's weird." It is. But it's like, very structured. Very. <laughs> I believe that there's a, there's a power. Yeah. Uh, an energy. I don't believe that God is a deity. I believe that it would be an entity. It's not some big man in the sky telling other men not to have sex with men. It's more like an entity that encompasses all. Yeah. That gives us the like the life that we that we have. Yeah. I can't pretend to know the answers. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a uh, agnostic, because I'm kind of trying to refine more of my sense of self. Yeah. But I believe that that whatever God is, is beyond descri- is beyond description. Yeah. And any person who thinks that a book or a description yeah. of a God that created the universe could be made yeah. is following, is following the path paved, yeah. you know, like whenever it comes down to religion and to the Bible or yeah. anything like that, it would, it's just, it's made to brainwash people into not doing certain things. So yeah. certain people can have, I have a life a certain way. And that's, that's how I, that's how I see it. Yeah. The church used to be a healing place for sick now it's a show and now it's like a show pony place for the for the holy you yeah. know it's 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 showing off the self-righteous mm-hmm. in the name of the lord instead of actually showing people how to be like the lord yeah yeah or however they say it yeah it's so crazy how people get so caught up in their religion and if it works for them that's great mm-hmm. if that was they need to be a good person to make good decisions but like I'm the same way. If you like, if you're pragmatic about it, even not even pragmatic about it. Like, if you just like reflect on yourself and look at nature, like God is like way more like crazy and uh, incorporeal for like beyond human understanding. Like, it's God created the universe, the clouds, the stars, the universe. Like, that's God creation. could literally just be a collection of human beings and yeah, and our yeah. souls. 
And there's some crazy new age uh, esoteric healing teachers out there that I love to follow because I love their perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Till Swan, he's like, oh, God's kind of like just all of us, but he's trying to understand himself. So uh, it's breaking it like just down to all of our perspectives. So, of course, he's going to deny himself to his, his own eyes, but it's like all of our perspectives is freaking crazy. There's a religion like it's called like humanism or something. Uh-huh. And it's the belief of whenever many people come together, anything can be accomplished. Yeah. And and that I, I agree with that very strongly, yeah. just mainly because like, you know, human beings are so, are very capable which yeah. is you know bringing it back to highly capable like i believe being highly capable is something that's divine yeah and and we've been given a divine power in order to help people and i've been really happy and really blessed that we've been able to like take it to where we're going because we're, yeah. we're going to be throwing the show on this saturday that january 19th oh yeah so let's, let's talk more about that that's oh cool uh, January 19th at High and Rye. We're sponsored by Tito's Vodka, and we have a party bus going from Scottsdale slash Tempe area. Nice. I-, I believe that we're picking up at Westgate. Okay. I think. I don't know, but um, we're, we're going, we're we're taking the party buses and stuff, and we have a red carpet laid out. Hell it's, yeah. It's going to be so much fun, man. I'm really excited about it. The drinks are like two fifty for like bottlenecks and beers, $5 for Will Shots, and $6 for Tito's. Nice, nice. Good. Tito's Vodka, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing, huh? We have like, Four photographers coming to shoot the whole event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be sick. We're going to get music videos made up for it and everything. Dope, dope. So, that's, uh, w- w- that's you said this weekend? That's Yeah, that's this weekend. It's this upcoming, uh, this upcoming Saturday. Nice. And so, you guys are going to go from Glendale all the way uh, through the valley to... to it's it's not necessarily as far as Glendale. It's, way, it's more North Phoenix. Okay, North Phoenix. It's, uh, it's on High Street. Okay. By Desert Ridge. It's Are you guys gonna like play at the venue and then move to another venue, move to another venue, or like? Mm-mm. No. No. Um, we're gonna stay at one venue for the night. Okay. Because oh, like, because okay. like, I'm I'm booking all these artists, so they're all coming to coming to me to play at the show, and so whenever we get them on stage, I'm I'm gonna be the one hosting it and making sure everything's good and taking taking control of the whole situation. You know, some sometimes it gets kind of hectic, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like I've been around enough events to know that like it gets very hectic very fast. Yeah. So, luckily, I don't have DJs. And DJs usually are the ones that, that everything gets hectic. Like, oh, really? no, where's my equipment? Where's the wires? Yeah, they have so much equipment. You uh, know, like, okay. if something gets lost, it's yeah. really important yeah. that they find it. And, like, I've seen a lot of people lose a lot of things. And, like, yeah. it's just mainly just wrappers of USBs. So it's going to be really, <laughs> really easy and relative yeah. speaking. So, yeah, so hectic means just by, like, the logistics of having equipment to and from the place, setting up and yeah. all that. Okay. Not hectic as in like people get crazy and rowdy and then like that could happen too because yeah. the, the the people that we have coming are all re- like their fans are very loyal, and I, if you've listened to that song "Goat" by Marco Moreno, uh-huh. like it's like the the entire chorus is basically just like a a huge banging bass line with them saying "bitch chill the fuck out" with like distorted yeah. words over it, <laughs> so like that's like mosh pit shit right there, and I I'm gonna I asked everyone washing in there. Uh, I asked everyone to respect the venue because it's a brand new venue. Like it literally just got renovated, oh, nice. and so like we're one of the first people to get the chance to throw an event there. Oh, nice. yeah! It, it used oh, to yeah. be a Dirk Bentley's, then it was like a Garth Brooks, and now it's now it's High and Rye. High and Rye. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. cool because highly capable at High and Rye on High Street. <laughs> All these H's, man. Yeah, it rolls right off the tongue. It's like it's almost like it's a coincidence from the God. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, and dude, this cold brew got me moving. Right, right. This uh, you could think in infusion about this. They cool. they know how Thank to. Thank you, read. infusion. 
in Arizona. Craft a good cold brew, good coffee, and of course you see their freaking logo is a freaking microscope. Yeah, that's so they really like to refine. But that's awesome. Cheers to that, man. Cheers. Hell yeah. Well, I wish I was gonna be indulging in this uh, in your guys' uh, endeavors this weekend, but I got um, a lot of stuff I got to work on myself, like this podcast and some other productions. Um, anything else you want to kind of like let out on the the podcast and let people yeah, know about? Yeah, I actually have a uh, an album I'll be releasing here soon, a, a three song EP. It's uh, one of the songs that I send you. It's it's on YouTube and SoundCloud right now, but I'm releasing it through uh, DistroKid on the Spotify and and the uh, iTunes. And all that stuff here soon. It's a three-song grunge rock. I'm trying to bring back that like real feel. Nice. So basically, like we recorded it garage band style. Yeah. Like uh, we we just like went into a recording studio, all set up our equipment, and then we just played facing each other, and then recorded it like that, and it captured an amazing, beautiful yeah. moment in sound. Nice. And, and I'm really happy about it because it really sounds like like you're at a live concert whenever you're whenever you're listening to it. Oh, that's and dope. it's it's called uh, the harsh mellow. The harsh mellow. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of like marshmallow, <laughs> but then harshing your mellow. Yeah. And it, we're gonna be—I'm gonna be releasing it here soon, and uh, it's gonna be an, ama- an, an amazing thing. I'm gonna be pushing it everywhere, and I, I really enjoy the music on it because it's—it's—it's uh, it's literally like the the sound of my soul just releasing. Dude, that's dope. Because that's like a lot of challenging work that is done through so much training, so much experience, and. Once you can finally do that, I'm sure it's very liberating. Oh, it is. It's amazing. It's a very, very uh, real feeling. I'm very thankful to be blessed by the universe for this gift because yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's a blessing to be the light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, any uh, any shout-outs or uh, websites? In- yeah, shout-out Highly Capable Entertainment. You can follow us anywhere at Highly Capable Entertainment. Literally just look that up on any social medias. Uh, Snapchat is mad with two Ds, capable. I can never say that right yet, <laughs> capable. But like, yeah, our Twitter, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, anything. Anything that you nice. can find us on, do there. Shout out to Smirk, Messi, DJ Prodigal Son, Pink Sig, PK the Poet, Marco Moreno, and Soft Crew, Lil Sultra, and all those other artists that are performing with us that night. This is going to be a banging show. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And uh, I mean, we're in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, and we'd like to support our local artists. So that I'm is so true. glad you're on this podcast and I got your perspective of music and these awesome musical, celestial, divine endeavors that yeah. we're all going through. That Yeah, it, it is really cool. Thank you for having me here. It's been really awesome sharing my perspective. Hell yeah, man. Boom. <laughs>